What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia, and today we have a, a great episode. Uh... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For you guys, it's rivalry, rivalry week, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Both teams played pretty good, got solid wins, big, uh, impressive wins. Uh, so we're going to start off with the LA Galaxy side of things. Alex Ruiz from Total Galaxy is here to join me. Alex, how are you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good, Gio. How are you doing on this wonderful Monday evening? Good, man. Lots going on. Like I said, man, so so many different things going on. It, it's always an exciting time. But what about you? What what'd you do outside of watch the games this weekend? Um, Probably just go chill, go to Ikea for a bit. It's always nice to kind of go walk around there, sitting on the furniture, Ikea, nice. imagining uh, that that's your <laughs> house. That's uh, always kind of fun. Um, You know, going to the park for a little bit, playing some baseball. Baseball's coming back, I think, this Friday. So I want to go play a little bit. So do a little bit of everything, you know, get in some exercise and also uh looking around at what my future house is going to look like <laughs> getting some early ideas so, so so you're already so you're already looking into your future house and what, and what you're looking to buy potentially uh yeah or like kind of just like see what kind of you know because ikea always puts up those cool displays of like you know houses and stuff so it's always kind of cool to check so that out what, let's go off tangent a little bit what yeah. idea what's ideally your house what what what's alex ruiz's house look like? um ideally my house is probably something um kind of chill i'm not the type of person who's like you because know, you know now a lot of people like to have like a bunch of indoor plants in their houses that's not really me i'm cool with plants but just like having an excessive amount of plants is like that's not my thing just that's as long as i have a nice coffee table to put my feet up sometimes and you know watch the premier league in the morning and you know have some nice sofas reclinable and stuff um that's all i need that's i'm all a simple you need, like, man i'm a simple man i was gonna say simple man that's that's not hard. I mean, IKEA is like the perfect fit for you. Then you should you should think about potentially getting a job there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's that's in the it's in the running in the future. But it was I'll definitely just, uh, lots of fun to go around I'm and just, uh, explore. I'm just joking. What what IKEA do you go to out there? Uh, the one in uh, West Covina. West Covina, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. The one, one on the, right off the freeway. Yeah, right off the freeway, and it's like okay. a huge building right next to it. Yeah, yeah I used I've, to go there a lot. Lots on played just because I've know, been Sweden. The, I've been there. So, uh, but yeah, no, that, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you like to think ahead like that, man. You're you're already thinking of your future. It looks it looks bright. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with like you're, you're going to have to keep us uh, updated throughout the season how that goes. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll let you guys know. Let's listen. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> well, uh, we're, look. We're we're, we're going to want to stay in tune with that. Um, but let, let, let's talk about this LA Galaxy man uh, team because going into the the international break. But they were kind of they struggled, right? They lost two games at what to Orlando and, and then the Sounders, two two tough games. Going into this game against the Timbers, I don't I don't think anybody knew what to expect because we knew Douglas Costa wasn't going to be there. Um, you know, just the team looked a little off, but they got an impressive win over the Timbers. Uh, you know, and exactly what they needed going up, leading into this uh, El Trafico weekend, and you know, Chicharito did his thing. He got two goals. He was he was maybe one pass shy of potentially getting a hat trick there. Um, so he looks like he's hungry. Raheem Edwards also had a, had an impressive game. 
Um, just overall, what stood out to you the most about this Timbers LA Galaxy game? Um, I think maybe just the fact that defensively they looked a little bit better. The only goal they gave up was like an incredible free kick by Tuiloma. Um, Derek Williams had that kind of uh, sly tackle, saving the ball from crossing the line moment on Yimi Chara. And that moment easily could have gone Portland's way. And if that goal goes in, I don't think the Galaxy get all three points. Um, overall, it was nice to see Derek Williams have a strong performance again in the starting lineup. He had made a couple of appearances off the bench uh, throughout the early games of the year. But this was his first full out start, played 90 minutes, did amazing. Um, it was interesting to see that Sega Koulibaly was the one who got pulled out and uh, Nick DePew was the one that stayed in. But overall, I liked how the Galaxy played defensively. The midfield was looking really good up until Delgado got that red card. Um, or like I think it was early in the uh, second half. But overall, it was just a good performance uh, from the Galaxy. You're on mute. Gio, you're on mute. There we go. There we go. I was on mute. I was on mute. There we go. Thanks, Alex. Um, you know what I was saying? I, I really liked what um, what how they came out. You know, they, they got the big goal in the beginning from Chicharito uh, right off the bat. You know, I think it's like nine, ten minutes in. And, you know, a pass from Grand Sur. And I think they, they made a statement right away. And I think that's what the LA Galaxy needed to do. Um, and no better player than, than, than Chicharito. We have the goal. I want to say what's up to Tony. We have the goal, so we're gonna let that, we're gonna go ahead and play it. Here's Grandsir now for the Galaxy. The return from Ravellison. Grandsir's cross Chicharito. An outstretched toe is just enough to give the Galaxy the lead. Chicharito's third goal already this season. I think you guys over there at Total Galaxy had posted a video about his uh, movement. Um, talk to me about this goal because this was this was a typical Chicharito goal. But uh, I think one thing you got you guys kind of pointed out was um, the movement and everything like that. Which a lot of people, if you do, if you don't pay close attention to, that's what Chicharito. That's how he's made his money time and time again. Uh, talk to me about about his bob uh, about his movement within the box. Yeah, everybody likes to criticize him the way you know he gets his goals. He always just seems to be a tapping away, but even that takes a great amount of skill. And from the angle we posted on the Instagram account and even on Twitter too earlier this morning was that Chicharito basically ran a wide receiver route to get separation off the center back. He basically fooled him into thinking that he was heading one way and then basically made a quick cut, went the other way, went to the other post and got a foot right on the cross perfectly. A lot of strikers, they don't really do that. They always want to be gravitated near the ball. But with Chicharito, his movement, he goes away from the ball and still finds a way to get his foot on it and score a goal. And not many strikers in the world can do that. Most elite defenders in the world, even, you know, some of his old teammates at Manchester United would say, you know, he was such a tough guy to mark in practice because his little movements he does, they just fool you. And, you know, he always finds himself in the right place. He just has a knack for that all the time. And, you know, also for this goal, I just want to point out the one two with uh, Ravellison and, and um, Grancier was real good. It was really smooth. One touch passing. Grancier gets a quick cross in and, you know, right for the foot of Chicharito. That play overall was just great. And I think Galaxy really want to see that. Um, for the rest of the year, because that's the type of football that Greg Vanny wants to see. And that's the kind of production Chicharito wants and kind of uh, um, service he wants as well, because you need service for Chicharito in order for him to have moments like this. And from this angle, it just looks incredible. You could watch it all day. He basically runs a wide receiver route, jukes him out and boom, space right there. Simple goal, simple touch. 
simple chicharito. Yeah, and you see right there, it's the it's the in and out, you know. And you're right, it's so difficult to 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 defend that, mark that because the defenders trying to look at the ball and also try to pay attention to Chicharito. Obviously, you know, trying to see if you can catch him offside or whatever. But Chicharito's an an elite score inside the box. I don't think there's anybody better in the world than him when it when it comes to scoring inside the box. And I think like Fox Sports did this thing of I mean, all Chicharito's goals and it was inside the 18 as you expected because that's where he makes his money. Um, you know, and, and if I'm an LA Galaxy teammate or, you know, like Cabral, for instance, uh, I would have paid attention a little bit to more to that because this ball was put right on the money, just only where Chicharito could get in, just tap it in, you know, and, and you see it from Grand Sir. Cabral had a great game, great game uh, in this game. I was surprised he, he, he was he got taken out uh, so early. Um, but I think if more of his teammates are able to service him the ball the way Grand Sur did, you know, and just to be able to read the run because he did the in and out and expect to know when the second run is going to happen or where, where to actually put it. You know, you could see even in the celebration how happy he was where he when when he finally scored because he just needed to tap in. And it's a lot easier said than done be, because of what 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 how elite he moves in and, in and out. But yeah, I mean, that's that, no one's going to be able to defend that. It doesn't matter who, who you are. No, no one in the world is going to be able to defend Chicharito when it's there. But if he can't get the service, that's that's where Chicharito is going to struggle because he needs to get that service. Um, another thing I want I want I want to talk about is um, the, the 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 performance overall. You talked about the defending. I, I agree with you. I feel like the defending was a lot better this this game, even though they did give up a goal. It was off a set piece. Derek Williams looked really solid down there. Raheem Edwards as well. Uh, talk to me about Raheem Edwards and when you like that of him in this game. He's been amazing so far. Um, I saw someone on Twitter say he's kind of taking or looking like uh, Marcelo, who plays for Real Madrid, kind of in his prime. You know, Marcelo also, too, was a player who played up front more. Um, he played as a left midfielder, and that's kind of what Raheem used to do. And, you know, once he converted to left back, he became one of the best left backs in the world. Uh, nobody can doubt that. And you're kind of seeing that with Raheem Edwards here, where he's taking his game and elevating to a new level. He's the best attacking left back in MLS so far. You know, he has four assists. It's incredible what he's done and the chemistry already has on the left-hand side with Chicharito. I think he might have three passes, three assists to Chicharito already this season, which is absolutely incredible. And um, just the sheer fact that, you know, he, he wanted to come to Galaxy because of Greg Vanny, because of the coaching staff. And, you know, you have this big rivalry game going on. He's the only player to directly come from one rival to another and you know the only reason Raheem came to the Galaxy was because he had that history with Greg Vanny with their coaching staff he knew uh what they wanted to do tactically and you know it's paying off it's paying its dividends off immediately you're seeing elite production from Raheem Edwards um he's been incredible best signing of the MLS offseason so far I would say I would put it up there but um overall just I think this this move is really going to rejuvenate Raheem's career, and he's really looking closer and closer to maybe being on that Qatar plane for Canada later in November. Yeah, there's there's the, a lot of people on social media wanted. We're talking about Raheem Edwards. Um, you know the performance he does, the service he gives to Chicharito. Uh, I know the I think the assist may be off in the stat. I think he what they have four since uh, what is, what do they credit him here? Four or five stats? I think. I think the other stat was actually to Ravelson was. Yeah, I, I remember. I don't know why MLS did that or, or the Galaxy did that. But for some reason, um, for that goal, the first goal against Seattle, they gave Raheem Edwards an assist when he basically just got a hockey assist because of that pass for Ravelson inside the box. I, I don't know, you know, why that happened. 
Uh, no, we'll we'll give it to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it needs to be. I would say, to, if we're gonna be correct, yeah, he 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 has one. He's one shy of the actual assist. But yeah, look, I, I'm very impressed because look, watching Raheem Edwards last year with LAFC, he, he struggled because he did not under did not have a role. But like I keep saying this with the Galaxy, he has a role. He's defined. He knows what he's gonna come in every day, in and out, and you, it makes your job easier once you're gonna know what you got to do every single day. And, and he's literally benefiting all of this. And he understands that he just needs to give Chicharito the ball in certain times or Victor Vasquez or Douglas Costa or wherever. But he's also becoming a real threat on that left-hand side. And he has a pace to to sprint back whenever there's a counterattack or anything like that. And, I, yeah, look, I haven't paid too much attention to um, – to, to the Canadian team to understand their depth at left back. I, I don't I don't know if uh, what is Alfonso Davies plays at right back, left back. I don't, I don't recall. Um, but the, yeah, he he's definitely making a case for himself. There's a lot of players that, that from the Canadian team that play uh, in the MLS. Also, they, they also play in the Premier League around the world. But he's definitely making a case for himself uh, just to try to get into that roster. If the Galaxy make a deep run in the playoffs, I could definitely see Raheem definitely getting making it close. I don't like I said I don't I don't know how. Good. The, the the depth is at left back, but I've been very impressed with Raheem Edwards. I think he's going to be an X factor this game coming up this weekend for for them because he, he can do so many things on that left hand side, and he also is going to battle. I'm assuming either Brian Rodriguez on that side, Carlos Vela at times, and then also Chicho depending who starts up there. But yeah, it's it's going to be it's I think it's it's the biggest obviously the biggest pickup for for the other Galaxy, and um you know he's benefiting so much after, and you get to see it. You know, he never looked this happy five games in with LAFC. I'm glad he's found a home with the LA Galaxy. Uh, I do quickly want to go ahead and play the the goal here, the assist from Raheem Edwards to Chicharito. Forward, Edwards gets by one, Edwards gets by two, Chicharito! That is how you stop a comeback. Four goals in five games for Chicharito in 2022. And that's how you score. Obviously, you know that that was uh you know that was very impressive how he def- he he gives a little juke fake, pretends he's gonna shoot and he passes it up there. I, I you know I wasn't I wasn't expecting anything less from there. You know you see Chicharito right there. It, to me, it really seems like he has a good understanding of where where he needs to place the ball and and to give the Chicharito. Anything else you'd like to add, Alex, on that? Um, yeah, just overall, Raheem just had a great game too. And I think, you know, also talking about the other uh, fullback spot, Calvin Leardam started uh, this game instead of Julian Araujo. And I thought Leardam did really good defensively. You know, he's not Julian Araujo who's going to go up and down the pitch. You know, Leardam's 31 years old. I don't expect him to be a workhorse on that right-hand side. But defensively, he looked like the rock so far. And, you know, with Mark Delgado getting a red card, I wouldn't be surprised to see him play um, as a midfielder because he's done that on the international level, but we could talk about that later. Uh, but overall, this de- defense did really good. Um, like we mentioned, Derek Williams, spectacular return back, you know, especially because he's coming back to Portland where that Andy Polo tackle happened. And, you know, a lot of stuff has happened um, since that incident, a lot of, you know, with Andy Polo, MLS and et cetera. But overall, it was just great to see that the defensive unit played really good. Um, just can't give up sloppy fouls. And, you know, the game got a little chirpy and heated, uh, at halftime and once the second half began but they kept their composure for the rest of the game and uh, overall just this defense seems to be improving at the right time right when there's a rivalry game uh, this upcoming week yeah no I, I would have to agree with that the only thing the only thing I think the only bad thing about this was um, Mark DeGallo's Mark red card you know 
I don't know. He didn't need to do commit any of those fouls when you look back at that. It's unfortunate he got the red red card. They they are going to be without him against LAFC and El Trafico. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough loss, but you know there's other players that could come in and step up for him. We'll we'll see how big of a loss that is. Because they were winning. I think the reason why it's going to hurt the Galaxy, they were winning this game against Portland. They were they were up a man, and then you even even things out. Uh, what, were, what were your thoughts on uh, Mark DeGallo getting that red card? Yeah, it was just really silly timing. And just overall, um, the officiating in this game was really weird and inconsistent the whole time. I remember Greg Vanny started his press conference talking about how uh, just the calls were so inconsistent. You know, it was so hard to really try to manage this game, especially when tempers were flaring a little bit. You know, the only way he could really calm that down was by giving out cards. And unfortunately, you know, some of the things that were cards should not have been cards. They just should have been, you know, hey, this is a warning last time. Then you get a card. Um, but overall, it's going to be a big mess for the Galaxy next week. I mean, Delgado and Ravellis and just that midfield pairing has a lot of potential, and they're slowly getting there and being more comfortable with each other. We saw in the first goal, Ravellis pushing forward, playing that one-two with uh, Grand Sierra before he got in that cross for Chicharito. Like, that's the kind of movement and play you want uh, to see if you're Greg Vanny. Seeing easy one-touch passes lead to a goal like that, it's perfection. And I think uh, Ravellis and Delgado's relationship on who goes up, when, and where mm-hmm. – um, it's slowly getting better and it, it was really starting to, you know, peak right as the season's, you know, progressing right as the season's moving on. And it's real unfortunate if you're a Galaxy fan that he's gone because he's going to be a, such a huge miss. Like Vanny said earlier um, during the preseason, you know, he's the, the great equalizer. He does so many of the little things right. He does so good defensively protecting that back line and he does so good pushing the team forward. Yeah, no, and under the understanding there of knowing that hey, if Rasmussen's gonna push up, I'm at the drop back. He's more of a he's more of a physical threat, an offensive threat up top. You know, Mark Mark Degault stays back. Um, I think that's gonna be the tough the tough challenge because now whoever steps up, right? I don't I don't know who who's gonna take his place because we haven't really seen uh, nobody necessarily you know come in for Rasmussen or Degault this year. Who who would you think would, would replace Degault? Uh, if you had a guess. Oh, I'm for sure gonna like if if I were to bet if I were a betting man, I'd put my money on Calvin Leardam. I mean, he he's played mm. as a defensive midfielder for the Seattle Sounders. Um, you know, the couple of years that he was there, so it's not like a new position for him. He's played on there at the international level. This past international break with Suriname, he played as a defensive midfielder. So this isn't nothing new to him. And you know, like I said uh, earlier when we were talking about his performance against Portland, he looked really good defensively. Um, if right back's the place he's gonna be, it's fine, but he won't give you the kind of energy and work rate that Araujo gives you on that right-hand side. So I think playing as the sixth defensive midfielder is just perfect for uh, Leardan because he can be that rock that protects uh, the back line. And I think they're going to need that considering that, you know, LAFC have a really high tempo midfield and, you know, having somebody there who can cut out crosses and be a little bit physical, do the little dirty work in in the trenches. uh, That's what the Galaxy are going to need to win this uh, rivalry game. And, you know, Delgado is good and all that, but he's not a physical presence. And I feel like Leardam can be that big physical presence if you give him that role as a six. Yeah, I'm very interested to see who uh, Greg Randy decides uh, to call up um, for this game. It's, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a physical game. It's going to be at home. So that's definitely a, a benefit towards the LA Galaxy. Um, before we move on, we got to talk about Chicharito one more time. Uh, he got player of the week. He got uh, team of the week as well. He, he, he got two goals. So overall, he, well, he has four goals in five games. Um, obviously, this is what we're expecting Chicharito. There's, there's nothing 
that he's done so uh, the so far that you know that that we didn't expect. And I think I like I, I like what what I've been seeing from him, especially the goals when he gets to service. The only concern that I have, uh, it's not necessarily about Chicharito; it, it's about the LA Galaxy themselves. Because he scored all their goals this season. Maybe who was else? Maybe Efrain Alvarez is maybe the other player. And then they got an own goal. Um, no one else thus far, you know, uh, has scored goals for the LA Galaxy. I don't want anything that to, to go down the road, you know, down the season. But if Chicharito is only going to be the only person scoring the goals, and if you, Chicharito, say you stop Chicharito, you limit Chicharito if that's even possible. Then it then it gets a little difficult for the LA Galaxy because no one else has shown up to this point uh, to be able to score goals. Yeah, Efrain, you know, he has a leg, but and to be able to score those type of goals, those happen every now and then. Um, you know, Kevin Cabral hasn't been able to show he scores. Douglas Costa scored one from free kick, but from running play, he's just a little bit chicharito. Look, he's he's impressive, but I think that's the only concern I have. If you're the LA Galaxy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's really looking a lot like last year where Chicharito was the only source of offense. And um, just in general, just the fact that Cabral hasn't, you know, taken a step up and really developed himself as a finisher is really concerning because, you know, you want him to be that finisher when he gets himself in really good spots. Uh, Like you mentioned, Douglas Costa, we don't even know if he'll be available for this next game. I I, I hope he's, you know, I think they said he was going to be in full training uh, this week. But um you really want to see one of your other DPs, Cabral or Costa, really elevate their game and be a goal scorer. And so far, if Chicharito is the only goal scorer, he's going to wear himself to the to the like the ground, and then he's going to get hurt because his body just isn't built like it was five six years ago. So you got to be cautious with that if you're Greg Vanny as well, because while it's great you're getting all this offensive production, at some point his body's going to break because he's not the most you know healthy. He's a little injury prone. So you got to be able to make sure you manage his minutes well and don't be so over-reliant on Chicharito because when he was gone last year, the Galaxy were horrible. They lost eight in a row, or they were um, winless, winless in eight. eight. Yeah, winless in eight. They couldn't get anything done offensively. Defensively, there were still a problem. Uh, there were still problems in the defensive side as well. So you don't want to repeat it last year. You have a blueprint of how to avoid those kind of situations, manage Chicharito's minutes, try to get somebody else there involved. You have Jovalich who still only gets like five minutes a game. But again, you just need to make sure that this team's attack overall is just working well. I mean, Grantier had a chance to get on the score sheet, but missed from six inches away. Yeah, you, so you really need this attack to just really not zero in on Chicharito all the time because you want to share the wealth. That's how, you know, teams in MLS have done and succeeded. Um, while it's great to have a great talisman like Chicharito, you need other supporting pieces and the supporting cast to also play a good role when teams just solely focus on Chicharito. Yeah, no, and I think that's the only concern I have if you're, if you're the LA Galaxy in Chicharito because that, you know, that you don't want what happened last year happen this year again. Um, but what I will say is with every goal he scores, there's more and more pressure in the, in the Mexican national team that they're going to want him back. I think they've already said they're not going to take him to Qatar. But you have a player that's in form. You have a player that that's been that, that been scoring. You have a player that's the number one leading goal scorer in the nation in, in Mexico's uh, history. And with every every single goal he gets score he scores this season, there's going to be more and more of that pressure. I don't think that conversation is going to end until he officially doesn't end up going to Qatar. And you know it doesn't also help when you know uh, Raúl Jiménez and all the other number nines are struggling uh, to score for the Mexican national team. But I mean, to me. 
when I look at this and you hear Chicharito talk about he 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 is such an in a positive mental um state of mind when it comes to that he I think he already understands what the situation is is but he's doing his best with the other galaxy for whatever reason the door opens up again I'm pretty sure he'll take that opportunity but until then I think the more and more the more of that pressure is going to go on on the Mexican national team uh for not calling him up um let, let's talk about uh this weekend El Trafico uh the matchup what are you most excited about what what are you curious about when it when it comes to this game this Saturday I mean, there's really a lot of storylines to touch on. I mean, this is one of the biggest games in MLS. Uh, it's going to be on national TV, Big Fox, Fox 11. Um, this game's going to be huge. Uh, for LAFC, you know, right now they're top of the West. They look real good. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly how many points they had back in 2019, but I think they've beat that mark already so far in the progress of the season. Um, so they're going to be a tough team. They got lots of depth. Um, so, you know, whoever they pull off the bench is going to be a game changer. And right now, just the Galaxy, they they haven't allowed LAFC to beat them at Dignity Health Sports Park um, throughout all the games. Um, like you mentioned, first time you're going to see Chicharito versus Vela. You know, th- those two go way back, you know, to their early Chivas days. Um, so the one thing I'm probably going to be looking at the most is who's going to win uh, the with battles, right? Who? Will Carlos Vela get the better of uh, Julian Araujo or Raheem Edwards, Brian Rodriguez versus Edwards or uh, Araujo? I think whoever wins those matchups um, is going to end up being the victor of this game because we know how LAFC can get wide and, you know, be a threat on that side. And if the Galaxy are able to neutralize that, have their fullbacks push up and really bring pressure on LAFC, then the Galaxy are going to have more chances because it's going to be more service in the box for Chicharito and you know, give him an inch of space and he'll find something or create something himself inside the box. So whoever wins that matchup is, I think is going to ultimately end up winning that game. That's a, that's a very interesting point there. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's going to be a, a lot of different things for, for, for the other galaxy. Obviously they've shown that they can score. I literally just played a thriller against, uh, against Orlando away and they gave up, well, I think two goals. Um, so they can also get scored on. I think one way we're, the galaxy could potentially struggle with LAFC if LAFC put on the high press on the LA galaxy. Cause at times we even saw with this Timbers team, when they pressed a little high, the, the galaxy aren't, aren't as um, smooth or aren't as quick with the ball when they need to be uh, when it, when it comes to that. So if, if LAFC presses high a little bit, I feel, I feel that's where uh, the galaxy can struggle. Another, another reason, another way is if, if no one else scores outside Chicharito, um, I think that's that'd be the other way. Um, but I, I expect I mean, it's, I expect fireworks, you know, first time ever. We're finally going to get to see Carlos Vela versus Chicharito. We've been waiting for this since Chicharito got signed. When was in 2020? Was it 2020? Um, we've been waiting for this matchup. Carlos Vela versus Chicharito, you know, and the, the awesome thing is that both players, both Carlos Vela and both Chicharito, both have uh, four goals. Both are in top top tier form. Uh, no, no, uh, no injuries coming into this game, uh, so no excuses. Last season we we had there was injuries on on both sides, so this year going into this uh, going into this game, I expect nothing but fireworks. I expect Chicharito to have a big game. I expect Carlos Vela to have a big game. I expect it to be very hostile, very physical. You know, these I don't expect this. I expect this game to get very chippy, just because this is 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 the derby. Um, and yeah, and like you know, the only thing that the Galaxy have over the LAFC in these matches is that they haven't won 
in in the LA Galaxy, and I know a lot of that. I know LAFC is going to want to win uh, coming in coming into the Dignity Health Sports Park, but it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting game. Uh, are you going to be there, Alex? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be at the game. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I'm. If you get a chance, guys, definitely go to be one of these games. And I think also like that, the teams, both both LAFC and LA Galaxy teams, they did a, a joint statement on the on the fan uh, on the unity of the fan fan fans in the stands. Um, you know, because of you know sometimes outside the out after the game and stuff, it could definitely get a little wild. So I like that the that that both fan, both teams did this. What what do you think about that joint statement? Uh, I thought it was incredible. You know, I hope both fan bases take it seriously because the players definitely do take it seriously. I mean, last time these guys played, there was a brawl inside a Dignity Health Sports Park. So you don't want to have a situation like that occur again. And, you know, just a month ago, we had like horrible events happen in Querétaro. And, you know, you don't want to see ever that kind of stuff on a football um, stadium again. And, you know, overall, I, I think uh, just the the rivalry, like it's like intense between LA Galaxy fans and LAFC fans. And, you know, at the same time, I think the players acknowledge that too. I mean, you had Chicharito, Chicho Arango, um, Jonathan Bond, um, who was the other player? Uh, Hollingshead, I think, and I forgot who the other one was. Oh, Ilya Sanchez and uh, Victor Vasquez. Um, you know, they both are, are are pretty serious. Like, you know, hey, yeah, we're rivals on the field, but, you know, you guys need to take it, uh, you know, calm on the stands and stuff like that. You don't want it to get super aggressive i know the galaxy have you know made it clear they're gonna have increased security measure measures to kind of avoid situations from escalating to the point where it gets to physical violence so i i think it'll be a pretty safe environment i think the galaxy have learned from what happened last time these two faced and you know the kind of fight that broke out so i think we'll see a lot better security i don't think anybody should be fearful heading into this game it, there's going to be a lot of security everybody knows you know, these guys don't really like each other, both the, the fans and, you know, some of the players as well. Um, but overall, I think it's going to be an enjoyable experience. And hopefully it's, you know, peaceful when it comes to, um, you know, people interacting with another LA Galaxy fans, LAFC fans. I understand there'll be banter here and there. That's normal. But mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, don't like let your emotions carry you over way too much. Yeah, banter is OK. We enjoy yeah, we okay. actually like banter here as well. But violence, come on, fans, children. Uh, families are going to these games, so you, you definitely want to make it enjoyable uh, when they go to this game. Tony, he asked, he's like, can y'all touch on the Rajos tackle in the box that could have led potentially led to a PK? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, I, I thought that was a PK. I don't know how, you know, we talk about the refing. Um, I think the Galaxy might have gotten away with two PKs. They did because you, there was that Arajo tackle in the box, and then Nick DePew got like a handball um, when he yep. was sliding down. 
to to block across. And it was funny because uh, in the game after the game ended, I saw on TikTok there was a guy at the Portland game with you know the things they give you at the doctor's office to you know read your eye, the eye test and stuff. And he's like <laughs> screaming at the ref, "What game are you watching?" And you know pointing this at the ref and stuff. So that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, Portland, I, I think you know should have gotten at least one penalty. Julian Araujo again, he just hasn't really you know. I don't know what it is at the moment because, you know, he's still producing defensively at times. You know, he's still going up and down uh, that right-hand side. But just just these little, like, boneheaded plays at times where he dives in too much. He's too aggressive sometimes. And just, you know, it, it's great to be aggressive. Don't get me wrong. But you got to calculate these kind of things because there's such big risk. I mean, you could go to get an automatic red card or something if you miss time to tackle. You know, if you could trip somebody up, if, you know, you're not fully concentrated and leads to a penalty. You know, we saw Mark Delgado's red card, uh, or excuse me, one of his yellow cards uh, led to Tuiloma's amazing free kick goal. So you really got to be careful. I mean, coming into a rivalry game, I think Vandy's going to make the emphasis, hey, you know, don't let one of your emotions get the better of yourself. And also just play smart. Don't do anything dumb. It's 11 versus 11, not 1v1. So I think that this type of... You know, this type of uh, performance from Araujo, I think he'll wake up. And last year, he was really struggling last year, the beginning of last year, too. And this uh, LAFC game, once he played them, it woke him up. And, you know, he eventually, you know, uh, boomed and became, you know, one of the best MLS young players. Yeah, no, I, I would say, yeah, I, I was like I said, I definitely looked like a penalty. Hopefully he, he doesn't have any more because he, he necessarily doesn't need to do those tackles. He, he's very skilled and very quick at his position. But bef- briefly, before we let you go, Alex, we're looking at the standings right now. LSC in first place with 13 points and LA Galaxy in third place uh, with nine points. So, yeah, it, it's a tight race right there. It's only week five, but, I mean, uh, this is the most anticipated game of the season thus far. Most anticipated matchup. You got Carlos Vela versus uh, Chicharito. First time ever is finally going to happen. I expect nothing but fireworks uh, for this Saturday. So for Alex, we're going we're gonna to let you go, Alex. Thank you for hopping on. And everybody in the chat, uh, hang in there. We're going to switch things over. talking LAFC today with LAFC versus LA Galaxy this Saturday El Trafico here to help us talk LAFC we got JP Marcus JP how you doing I think you're on mute yeah I'm mute I'm good man how are you good man good how was your weekend what'd you do this weekend outside of watching the game um I played I played my games um we won twice we won on Saturday and we won on Sunday so I'm pretty happy LAFC won and my team's won nothing to complain about 
Nice, nice. And where are you pl- where are you playing again? Remind uh, everybody. CSUN Men's Club Soccer. So we beat um, USC on Saturday and we beat UCSB on Sunday. So good, good wins all around. Hey man, it's it's always good. I've been you know I've been playing lately. I've been playing during the week, you know, out here. So it's it's good. Um, you know, I, I play. There's there's one um, league where you just go up to the park. It's usually like older older men, you know. They play. They're they're drinking on the side before before you get there. You know, it's one of those. And then because it was funny, like the first time I went, Marvista, you know, yeah, Vista. yeah, yeah, it's Marvista. So the guy, you know, so the guys are just like drinking beers and stuff, like yeah. in the Peru park. and everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, the Peru. Yeah, they got the Peru yeah. beanies. So, <laughs> so I went there. I'm like, I'm like playing. They're like, you want to play? Cool. So I'm like, I, I swear, when I walked up, I'm like, damn, these guys were getting lit. You know, they're just drinking. And then come to find out, like I'm in the game, and the same guys that were drinking, he was he was like he was our goalkeeper. <laughs> he was like interviewing, interviewing my goalkeeper. He had, he was just having some pregame uh, pregame drinks, and I was like, oh okay. And you know, every time I go now, I, I recognize him now. It's like it's a whole experience, and this is like yeah. a, like on a Tuesday, man. I'm just like you know, didn't expect them to play, but they're yeah, they they got some pregame drinks before the game. Yeah, the vibes are always right there, Marvis. They're they're cool. Yeah, no, I, I like it. You get some good competition too, and then they bring the pennies, the the pennies, and like, um, I remember one of the times where it was just like maybe like I want to say like five on five or something like that, but like you know we're not playing like the full men's field. We're playing from side to side, and the the guy with the with the pennies, he has like this uh, Peru pennies. I'm assuming he's from Peru, and um, he makes the goals like really far, and I'm like. I'm like, don't you think that's too far? He's like, and he's just an older gentleman, you know, and he's 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 way way more out of shape than I am, and he's all like, well, aren't you here to run? Aren't you here to get some exercise? And I was like, oh damn, <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're right, you're right. But I was just like, it's just four of us. We're gonna be running a lot, but and then, and then, but like more people started showing up and stuff. So I, yeah. I understood why he wanted to make him make it bigger and stuff. Uh, but but enough of that uh, of my uh, us playing and stuff. Let's talk about LAFC, man. Big, big game, big thrilling game. You know they they beat Orlando in Orlando four two on a on a rainy night. Yeah. Uh, what what did you think of the game? What did you think of the performances? I mean, they didn't start well. Um, they didn't start well. I think it's becoming a trend that LAFC doesn't start these games fire. Uh, you know, fire fiery. But you know, they they get into these games. They find a spot. They find a space. Um, they find a way to score, and then the game just opens up for them. Um, and they, you know, they can just keep on piling up goals and end up winning because you know they end up giving two in the first half. But um, you know, I think Steve needs to needs to work on on their, the beginning of the games um, because again, in the traffic go in you know big time games, you can't give up the first 15, 20 minutes and, and be sloppy and and let the team just override you. I w- I would say Orlando is that good of a team though. And now watching them twice, I get what you're saying, but now watching Orlando twice. They're not the same Orlando of old. Um, they're just a tough team. I think mm-hmm. Orlando's going to go deep this year. I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think they're definitely going to be in the playoff run. And there's a lot There's a lot of quality players. Obviously, you know, you got Pato, you know, Alexander Pato. He scored an amazing goal against LFC. Facundo Torres um, as well, you know, the the other Uruguayan player that came from uh, Peñarol. They have a solid squad, but I, I would agree it was a tough first 15 minutes of the game. But one thing LAFC was able to do, they were able to cap- capitalize. Uh, I believe they were the f- they were able to score first. You yeah. know, Brian Rodriguez got got started things off with the goal. 
Um, you know, it was, it was a Vela to Chicho to to Brian Rodriguez goal, which which was amazing. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and play that that goal because it was a solid player all around. Waiting for it, Vela brings it out of the air, maintains it, trying to get that nice bounce. He does. Chicho Arango picks his head up. Brian Rodriguez asks for it. The ball there. Oh, Golazo! Brian Rodriguez has his goal, and it is gorgeous. So you see there, uh, it was kind of a quick play. Uh, Vela starts this off. Perfect ball from Vela to Chicho. Chicho puts the ball right on the money. And Brian Rodriguez puts it away. I think if this was the Brian Rodriguez of a couple years back, he might have not made that. But now he, 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 he I think he was the best player in, in the game, um, this game. You know, he was able to capitalize. He, he scored that goal. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on that play and also on Brian Rodriguez? I mean, it's the first first play where Vela, Chicho, and, and B-Rod connect this season. Um, and it's a connection, you know, the fans and, and the league wants to, want to see all season. Um, so I'm happy to see that. And, you know, Brian finally gets a goal, finally gets on the score sheet, something that he needs for his personal confidence um, because, you know, he just hasn't been able to do that in his LAFC career. You know, he's been able to take players one-on-one or a shot, but a shot is off or, you know, his crosses aren't, aren't there. But, you know, to see him finally make that run and culminate in a goal, um, it's big for him because he wants that World Cup spot, uh, but it's also good for the team that all their you know big players are producing and getting touches on the ball uh, to score in that goal. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's a definitely confidence boost boost all around. But for Brian Rodriguez to 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 get there and and score the goal because he it's an effort play. You know, if he knows he knows that if he sprints down the box, he has a he has he has an opportunity to get there. All he has to do is get a leg, a foot, a knee, or wherever, just to get it. And then when you're that close to the goal, so you know, hats off to him. Um, and also, you know, it was, it was, this game was back and forth, very back and forth, you know, um, you know, I think Alexander Pato ended up scoring next. It was just back and forth. You know, I think it was two, two John Moutinho tied it at half. Um, it was a very impressive, uh, game and performance. Uh, I do also, we have to give credit, uh, to Jesus Murillo. He was able to score the second goal for LAFC. Not only that, he also made it to the MLS, um, MLS team of the week. Um, what were your thoughts on uh, Jesus Maria? Obviously, he got the second goal. It was just another tapping, but he makes team of the week there as a, as a center back. I believe this may be his first time. Uh, it was his first goal. I don't know if it's his first time making MLS team of the week. I may I may be wrong on that, but what are your thoughts on him getting this first goal and making team of the week? I'm pretty sure it's the first one this season um, that he makes team of the week. But, yeah, I mean, if center backs score, they're bound to catch the attention of the league um you know he's been solid this season uh maybe not the best center back i think falls to our best center back this season but you know you and me were both at the preseason game and he looked a bit shaky um so the turnaround that we've seen from him in just these five games um dolo emphasized in preseason that they've been working on defensive shape and i think you can see that uh, with Mario. you know they barely conceded goals you know they conceded two this season but um they haven't really conceded that many goals so it's defensive fortitude all around um and, you know, when Segura comes back, we saw him and, and Mario, that partnership is very strong. So I think Mario is only going to gain more confidence, especially, you know, scoring goals, which center backs don't do. Um, but I think it's a early, good, good early signs in the season to have uh, defenses, defensive performances that, you know, back up good results. Yeah, no, I think props to Mario. For not only just scoring the goal, but also making team of the week goes goes to show how much effort he's been he, he's been putting into the on the defensive shape. 
Um, you know, and th- that's what I think you needed out of Maria. Where you don't, you didn't expect him to get a goal, but he, he that was also an effort play when he he was able to get his goal there. And I think it's it's important for him to have a game like how he did against Orlando. A lot of a lot of players had really good games, uh, really good game against Orlando, and it wasn't all Carlos Vela, it wasn't all Chicho. It was it was essentially all the rest of the players who you know you don't necessarily uh, expect to and also to get a 4-2 victory I think was very solid um Celso here says Moutinho following the law of the exes and punishing his former club uh he said leave Raheem Edwards out of this one please <laughs> he makes a good point yeah Moutinho the last two times or the last few times he scored a goal John Moutinho I'm assuming you guys know he used to play for LAFC he scored um, Tristan Blackman, Blackman, also, yeah, so. or Tristan Blackman also scored. Uh, Raheem Edwards, who is playing phenomenal, by the way, with the LA Galaxy, who is a big game, the biggest game of the year thus far. Um, may have something up up his sleeve. Celso brings up a great point. What are your What are your thoughts on about about that? Hey man, somebody needs to mark Raheem Edwards. Escobar needs to get back fit and and man mark Edwards when he's coming up the up the wing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joao Moutinho was left open. You see Ryan Hollingstead, you know, make a, try to make a sliding effort for that goal, but it was just too late. And then Blackman, you know, gets a header and scores on us, but doesn't celebrate. So if Raheem were to score, which I don't think he will, let's, I, I, want, I want to see if he scores, if he does anything um, to maybe, you know, spark the rivalry more or, or if he's going to be respectful for his time here at, at LAFC. I mean, yeah. Look, he's getting an incredible, incredible assist. Uh, to he's getting he's getting incredible assists to to Chicharito. So yeah, if he if if he's able to score, we're gonna have to blame Celso for that. So he's he's saying he's the one that commented, but he's look he's just making a point there. But yeah, look, I I expect I wouldn't expect anything less because he he's doing he's doing such a such an amazing job, uh, thus far with the Galaxy. And it's, and it's going to be a very, very exciting game. Um, one player I do want to t- point out as well, uh, 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 Ilya Sanchez. He he had a rocket, man. He, I, think he, I think he made team of the week on the bench. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, yeah he did too. A, and then Steve Chirondolo, guy head coach, uh, mm-hmm. got uh, team of the week coach. It's so hard to read it when it's down there. Uh, but we, we have to watch this rocket from uh, Ilya Sanchez. Ilya takes it himself. Ilya Sanchez. It's always pass first, but this time he says, I got it. Blast. He got his first goal. Mario got his goal. What, what were your thoughts on that? Hey, man, he's been my favorite player so far this season um, from the new acquisitions from LAFC. For him to finally, you know, get a goal, um, get some stats to really help help his performances uh, because they could be overlooked because, you know, he doesn't appear on, on the stat sheet, on the score sheet all the time. But his work is great. You know, if he, he saw the space. He's a seasoned veteran. He knows that, you know, sometimes you just have to ping it and it'll go into the back of the net. You know, he has European um, experience. Uh, he's great. He's been great in the midfield. So him, you know, finally getting a, a go-ahead goal uh, is great for him and great for the team because, you know, he is one of these new leaders of, of this team this season. So I expect more from, for more from him. Um, he's not used to scoring, but it's great to see him. Great to see him pinging it. Yeah, we got a we got a interesting comment here from Chris. Uh, he says, "I think he has given way too much credit to uh, Brian Rodriguez as best player of the game. He lost the ball at least fifteen times. He had a good play, which was putting the goal across. He didn't do anything other than that. 
He has most giveaways in all the league. That's an actual stat. He's like, sorry, but I'm just not sold on him. He has one good play for every 100 bad ones, bad giveaways. I would take someone who scores one less than 50 goals. Um, I get you not being sold on him, but I think you have to give credit what credit's due. Um, he 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 scored. He he got things going. Um, you know, I think the the I'm with you though on the thing that. It's still it's still wait and see approach because of how much LAFC invested in him. You know, uh, we, to me, he has to be one of the best players in the league in order for in order for that um, investment to pay off. And you know, this is the year I, I would assume because um, I think he has to be the second best player on the team. I know Chicho's on the team, or you know, Chicho. He has to be in order. For, I think to me, in order for him to to to, to get or LAFC to, to get their investment for him to potentially get where he wants to go in, in, in the in Europe, he has to be the second best player in the league. Long-term right now, I don't see that, but short-term, you have to give him credit, uh, him scoring him scoring the goal. Yeah, he, I'm with you. He has to be cleaner when he when he does the ones on, one-on-ones. Um, but it's uh, to me, I've seen a different Brian Rodriguez than the last couple of years. Um, you know, but to me, he's not right now. He's not the second best player on on the team in order. I think he, that needs to happen first. But I, I think with Rodriguez, it, it, it's baby steps, you know, to, which is unfortunate to say. But like you to me, I, I applaud a player when, when he's doing things like that. And he, he's he's doing so much, so many different things for his team. He's putting the effort. You know, I think he, he was the one that got the assist with the Timbers and stuff like that. It, it goes like that. But. I'm a. I think I would wait till the end of the year or whatever to to the end of the, his contract, and and it's okay if you're not sold on Rodriguez. Um, and that, that's that's totally fine. I think there is he needs to have more games like this or more like consistently, uh, uh, be in order for him to eventually pay out pay off his value. But I, I'm not I'm not gonna you know hone in on every single stat just because you know if they would have lost, then I think you look at those stats a little bit more. But they. They got the they got the win. He put in the effort. He was on the statue. He, he impacted the game with the goal. Um, but but I hear I hear I hear what you're saying. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, JP? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for Bira this season has been his attitude. He's been very sold on the team. Every time the team scores, he's happy. He goes into the huddle, um, celebrates with all of his teammates. Um, he looks you know happy on the pitch. But yeah, I mean, you know, you expect a DP to not lose the ball that many times. Um, even though he's an attacker, you know, Messi and Ronaldo don't win every 1v1 that they have. Um, but he has the talent to win more 1v1s, be more dangerous in, in the, in, you know, in the box. We have seen, you know, flashes of in El Trafico, you know, takes three players on in the box and scores. So the talent is there. It's just been consistency. Um, but I've liked what I've seen from B-Rod this season so far. He has an assist. He has a goal. He's always made those, those you know, back-end runs in the box. Sometimes they just haven't, you know, played it to him, but this time they did and he scored. So I think, you know, five games isn't enough to assess B-Rod this season. Um, but overall in his LFC career, I think it's fair to say you're not sold on him. Um, but if we're, we're, we're just looking at this season alone, I think it's promising and, you know, better things uh, are going to come from B-Rod this season. Yeah, I, I, I would I would agree on that. I think it, it's out of all the years he's been with LFC, this is the most promising. This is the most... He's look and he's posting about LAFC after every game, which just tells you as yeah. someone who's young, a young guy, you know, that posts about his team getting the three points and stuff like that. It comes off very genuine and shows how committed uh, he is to the team. So I, I would just wait till the end of the season to see where he's off. He, he could potentially be that second best player. 
Um, but we'll, we'll have to see. But I, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's definitely sold. He's definitely put in the effort uh, to become a, a, a committed LAFC player. Um, Celso says Ilya allows Murillo to be good again. That's that's uh, that's that's a, that's a good point. Uh, a good again. I don't know when. I think he's. Uh, look, I want to praise. I want to. Okay, I want to praise Murillo because um, he he had a, he 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 did good this game. But I think it, he's been one of the inconsistencies. But if he's able to have games like this where he doesn't, he he's, I think sometimes Murillo he holds on to the ball a little too much. And I think that's where that's where he kind of gets in trouble, um, you know. But I get what you're saying, so, so I think he, he uh, Elias Sanchez does so many things on the defensive end, defensive midfield things that doesn't necessarily put too much too much of that pressure. But I, I would just I would just want to see more games like this out of Mario and no, no other bigger game. There's not another bigger game than this Saturday against uh, the LA Galaxy that I would like to see that out of out of Mario because. If Maria's able to be that consistent, he's a he's a pretty big body, you know. He's a pretty pretty big body, and if he's able to be consistent like that, um, you know, I think LAC will will limit some of their some of their mistakes that they have in, in the back end. Uh, what what are your thoughts, JP? Yeah, I mean, I I think Ilya's biggest thing, uh, biggest help to the team has been his defensive positioning. Um, he knows when to pressure, he knows when to cover, he knows when to go in, um, which allows Maria to not have to deal with so many. Um, you know, chances from from the other from the opposition. So you know, Ilya covers for him, leaves less less work for Mario, uh, less chances for mistakes, and you know, Mario just has to clean up headers or or you know, make cleaning slides. Um, not many presses that he has to cover when Ilya you know covers that ground. Yeah, look, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting this Saturday when they face LAFC, right? So let's talk let's talk about that game, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. It's at Dignity Health Sports Park. This this, this first go around, There's, they are only going to play each other twice. One one home, one away. Um, LFC have yet to beat LA Galaxy uh, down there in Carson. It's a big game. Both teams are in top form. Both Carlos Vela and Chicharito top form. First time we will ever see Carlos Vela and Chicharito go at it. To me, I think that's 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 the biggest thing. These two guys are going at it, as we see right there. Chicharito has four goals going into this game. Carlos Vela has four goals going into this game. Something's gonna something's gonna have to give, right? We want to see a winner there. I don't want to see a tie. I don't I don't care even if it's four four. I want to see a, a, a winner in this matchup because there's there's so many things that, that could happen. You know, this 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 win could give LA Galaxy, uh, uh, you know, two game winning string. This game for Steve Sharundalo, who who's been doing amazing this year in five games so far. You know, could he could accomplish something that Bob Bradley hasn't accomplished was to beat the LA Galaxy in their home. Uh, what are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's Dolo's biggest game of his career. Um, you know, it's a young coaching career, but it's a big game. It's the Derby. Um, you haven't won in Carson ever um, under Bob Bradley, you know, who's a great coach, who's one of the best coaches in, in the U.S., but he was never even able to win in Carson. So, you know, it's a tough ask um, for Dolo, who's just starting his career. But, hey, LAC is the only undefeated team in the West. Um, they're top of the league. I mean, it's only five weeks, but they're winning. They're leading the Supporters' Shield. Um, you know, it's only been one tie and four wins. So, you know, I know Carson is going to want to want to beat um, beat that streak from LAFC. Um, but LAFC is also going to want to finally win in, in, in Carson. So it's going to be a great game. It's going to be electric. Um, you know, Vela and Chicha are hot. 
Um, they're always going to want to show out. Um, Bella, I think, wants wants to win. He's you know lost too many times here. Uh, Chicha hasn't really played that many El Traficos, but he he's he's a competitor, man. Um, I think the battle's going to be in the midfield, and the midfield's going to end up dictating who gets most most of the chances um, because we know both front three can can create danger and score. But like you said, I want to see fireworks and you know four four is nice. You know goals and everything all the emotions but you know ultimately you want a winner um to see you know where this where this game propels either of these team seasons yeah because there's just there's just so many so many things at stake i look i know it's early in the season um but a game like this is something you could you could brag on because when's the next time they play each other is it july august i forget when the when the second a second game is someone in the chat can tell me but um, you know, if if we look at the standings uh quickly right now, uh we got LA. Let me just pull this up. We got um They played July eighth again. And- July eighth, yeah, yeah. I recall something like that. So we look at the standings right there quickly. We got LAFC, which is in third place. I mean, excuse me, first place with 13 points. Um they have LAFC hasn't lost, uh they've they haven't lost yet this season. Um, they're starting to th- things out really solid, and you see LA Galaxy who are in, in third place with nine points. Um, really interesting, uh, you know, um, uh, standings right there. Look, it's early. Yes. Anything can happen, but it, it but it's good to see, you know, wh- where each team is at, you know, because when you look, when you, when you look at this five games in, no one was, um, sure where LAFC would be right with, with the yeah. new head coach, a lot of these different changes, but a lot of, a lot of the credit uh, to me has to go to Steve Sharondolo, John Thornton. They made the right decisions still thus far, five games in look, there's still what 29, 28 other games going on the rest of the season. Um, but we'll, we'll have to wait till that happens. But five games in the way this team is playing, the way this team is moving, Carlos Vela is happy. Brian Rodriguez, we just talked about, he's committed. Um, you know, you got Ilya Sanchez who came in. He's he's having an impact. You also got Kellen Acosta who didn't really play because he's coming from international play. He's another player that almost is going to have a big impact in this game. Um, and, you know, you, you also got, you know, Max Cropo who had a, an amazing game, you know, uh, as well as, as a solid goalkeeper. To me, this is looking like the best, um, the most well-rounded LAFC team I have seen in the short what, five years that they've been a club. Um, now, 2019, look, that's all the records. I don't want to get into the comparisons, but if we look overall, this is the most well-rounded LAFC team. Now, we have to see if if they can overcome some of those obstacles. One obstacle is the Saturday to beat LA Galaxy in, in Carson. That is one of the big obstacles this year because if you can do that, then, you know, you you have a little you have one up on Alagax if if you want to put it that way right they can't they can't say that you you haven't beaten them at home but I think that's one of one of the big obstacles this year and then so many things go on after that but I I like that this matchup is starting early in the season we get both Carlos Vela and Chicharito uh, up top in the in the best form and I don't think they've these they, they haven't played each other when I think last time they played Chicharito and Carlos Vela was when Chicharito was with Man- Manchester United and I think Carlos Vela was in Arsenal I think it was like a Champions League or something like that um or Sevilla was it Sevilla I think it was it might have been Sevilla um but yeah e- either way it was it, it's an exciting game what are you most looking at out for this game uh, I think Vela. I want to see Vela, you know, be be the star of this game. Um, he's done it before. He scored in Carson multiple times. It's nothing new to him. Um, you know, the first El Trafico, what they were up two, three, 
of the, you know they they scored three goals and Vela scored two of them, and then Slatan came in and changed the game. So I think Vela needs to be the star of this game, get his goals, and really you know seal the deal for for LAFC. But I also want to see Dolo, you know, how he is on the sideline, um, and I also want to see these team this team's grit, you know. Uh, Elie, Acosta, Maxine, Fall, they're all personalities. Escobar, if he's healthy, you know, they're all personalities that, you know, I want to see this game be chippy and, and them not back down um, because I think they need to set the tempo physically, mentally um, first, you know, and whoever sets that tone first is most likely going to win that game. I think uh, the Galaxy not having Marquette Elgato on the midfield is going to be big mm-hmm. um, because – you know, the Galaxy's defense is not the strongest, but their midfield is what's bailing them out, you know, and with winning those balls and covering covering that ground so the defense doesn't have to suffer. Um, but with that loss, you know, I think whoever they put in is not going to have the same effect as Marky because they haven't trained with that person or, you know, et cetera. So I think uh, Dolo is going to have to find a way to exploit the midfield. Um, and you know what Vela, Birad, Chicho, Opoku, whoever um, is up there can do. Um, when given space and, and, and a lot of chances. So, you know, like you said, fireworks are going to fly. I expect LAFC to finally, you know, get that first win. It's going to be huge for Dolo, huge for the team um, to believe in Dolo once that happens. And the fan base um, who didn't believe in Dolo, who still aren't convinced, are going to have to, you know, start start turning turning the other way and, and saying Dolo, Dolo can coach this team and take this team, you know, pretty far. Yeah, you make you make a, a great point on that. I, I want to go back. I misspoke. It was Real Sociedad where uh, Carlos Vela and Chicharito last played. It was, it was the, the Champions League. Um, to, yeah, to me, look, I, I was on the wait and see approach uh, when it came to, to uh, Steve Sharondolo because uh, it was a very interesting signing. But look, five games in, you, I keep saying you got you got to give Steve Sharondolo his props. Um, but what he's been doing, the te- the guys look very committed to the team. There's nothing that you can question about Steve Sharondolo at this point in time, five games in, you know. Um, but yeah, this is a game that Steve. Everybody's gonna be t- statistics. If Steve Sharondolo, what, what say they're down, for example, what substitutions is he gonna do? What lineup is he gonna go with? Because to me, a, a player that keeps standing out, and, and I know we just talked about Carlos Vela, Chicho, and all of them, but how how does not Mahala the way he's been playing? He's been impacting the game. I know he barely played, but he he was able to get on the stat sheet. He got a goal. Um, this player is hungry. He is very, very hungry. Uh, he's also very committed to the team. He also can impact the game. To me, he I think he Mahala will be, to me, if it's not anybody else, I think Mahala is definitely going to be, I mean, it's not a secret. He's going to be the X factor to this game one way or another. Um, but, like, if you're Steve Shrono, you know, it's, it's a good problem to have. It's I mean, that's what he's getting paid for, who he starts on the lineup. But I don't I don't know how you don't play Mahala more than how you not play him more than forty five minutes. I, there's there's a lineup that you you play Chicho, Brian Rodriguez, uh, Vela, and Mahala on the same one. Is he going to use that? I don't know. That's up to him. But to me, Mahala is a player that can definitely impact this game. Can definitely um, go head to head with Raheem Edwards on the left hand side. Um, cause a lot of trouble and limit some of uh some of LA Galaxy's uh left back or, or if he, he's on the he's if he's on the right wing, it could limit some of the things Raheem Edwards could potentially do. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on Mahala potentially being uh, playing in this game or starting or whatever you see from Mahalo? Hey, I'm not the coach. I'm not here to decide if Chicho or Opoku starts. You know, well, I'm not look, here to make we, that. We gotta get you. We gotta get you your thoughts because look. 
it's the question is it's simple it's do you want chicho off the bench or do you want mahal off the bench you know in the 60th you necessarily need to have one you you can there is a lineup where you can play them all but you're gonna have to give and give and take on some of the midfield you're gonna have to take off a midfield player um but yeah it is it it is either chicho or mahala what it's looking at at this point um i mean you can i still think you start chicho just for the experience in big games um Mahala doesn't have that many experiences in big games, especially being injured, you know, Champions basically League? all of last Champions season. League? Yeah, but that wasn't, Champions League? that wasn't, there wasn't, there weren't fans in those games, you know, it doesn't I'm making it difficult same. on you, JP. I know, you know, Chicho, Chicho has played too many Clásicos in Colombia and, and, you know, he's played in Europe. So I think, you know, you start him, if you put a, a body in, in, you know, the box that, that can, you know, toe poke a ball in between, you know, Koulibaly and Williams or whoever you, the Galaxy play. Um, and ultimately, Vela, Chicho, and Birad are the front three who should be in, play, in the playoffs. So that's what the fans want to see. And I think, you know, Chicho started last game. Um, he didn't do anything too crazy to to be, you know, pulled out again. Um, and I yeah, think, I'm not I'm not saying you need to pull out Chicho. I'm just saying you can play all four of them. You just gotta get creative with the with the with the formation. I I would just I, I just want to see that. I'm just being selfish now. I just want to no, see. I just want to see how. Chicho, B Rod, Carlos Vela, four four two, four four two, Ilya Costa, center It's more of a four three one. I, it's a more more of a four two three one is what I what I envision. Um, oh, Vela at the ten. Vela at the ten. Yeah. Hey, Dolo can do anything he wants <laughs> as long as he gets. A I know point. he can do whatever. I just want to see it because that hey. that is a lot of offensive power. That is we, so- we we both know Vela can play the ten. It's just ultimately if he's sold into that system, and he he's bought in and, and wants to play wants to play the the ten and and everything that the ten comes with. Um, but you know he always is, likes to be on the wing and, and cut in and, and you know connect with the middle like that. So we know Vela can do it. It's all ultimately up to Vela and, and Dolo to figure that situation out. But hey, as long as LAFC get the three points, no one's going. No one's going to question uh, right. anything. You make you make a you you make a great point. It doesn't matter what formation or who starts or whatever. As long as, as long as you get the win against the LA Galaxy, that that's definitely the most important thing um, for for this matchup. Look, man, I, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited. There's there's just so much, so much, so much. Both teams, like I said, both teams are in top form. You have Raheem Edwards, who's who's facing, uh, you know, his former club LAFC, who's looking. Probably the best Raheem ever. He's probably had. He's probably been in the, in his career. Are you Are you in any way um, nervous about what Raheem Edwards could could potentially do to the to LAFC this game? I'm worried about all the players. It's the derby. Anybody can show up and show out. But no, yeah, Raheem Edwards has been having great. He's leading the assists and he's leading the MLS in assists right now. And you know, just five games, I think, where he has four assists. So he's tearing up the the left wing. Um, I think Vanny saw him last season and said, this is the, the guy I want in my system. And Raheem Edwards is fully bought in. He wants that spot in the Canada Canada roster come Qatar. And if he keeps on playing like this, then, you know, they're going to have to call him up. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, I think Escobar can, can calm him down, close him down. Um, I don't think the Galaxy will be that explosive that, um, down the wings or just attack um, as much this game in general, just because, like I said, Marky Delgado is not going to be there. So I don't think they're going to have that much coverage if he goes up and they lose the ball. Um, and LFC have no problem countering. Dolo has no problem playing on the counter. I mean, you saw it this game. They, they were out-possessed by Orlando. So 
playing on the counter is not something that LAFC is is not accustomed to. Um, and when you have Julian and Edwards who love to push up, uh, that just falls into LAFC's hands. So maybe Vanny switches it up a bit, says, let's play a bit more calm, let's play a bit more pragmatic and, and sit back a bit. So, you know, it, it's, it's a, you know, a toss-up. But, yes, when Raheem Edwards is, is you know, determined to go down that wing, he's, it's scary, you know, especially in the form that he's in right now. Yeah, look, there's, there's so much there's so much going into this this matchup. Look, guys, if you guys haven't been there, um, definitely get a chance. I love that both LAFC and LA Galaxy made uh, uh, a, sta- a joint statement, joint video where Chicho, Victor Vasquez, um, you know, you had your Ryan Ryan Hongshead, I think Ilya Sanchez, with 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 um, even Chicharito was there to to talk about you know the fan safety and everything like that because I think that's. That's first and foremost. Look, like I said, I, I like I, I like the, a good banter here and there, but I think when it comes to violence and all that, that's when it <clears throat> it's not as enjoyable. Yeah, especially when it's after the game when people are trying to go home, um, and have uh, ha, you know, and have a good time, especially when there's family, kids, and all that's involved. So I love that both teams uh, went ahead and made made sure. I know there's going to be added security and and all that. So. If you get a chance, definitely get, get an opportunity to come to some of these games because it, it is electrifying. And, you know, you never know when the next time you'll get a, another maybe Carlos Vela or, or Chicharito matchup in L.A. because you don't know the next one's not happening till, till, till July. So we'll see what happens. Uh, JP, will you will you be at the game? TBD, TBD. To be determined. I don't know. To be yet. determined. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, look, man, if you get a chance, definitely go because it's. I was at the last one in, in Carson, so it was fun, and those cookies were really <laughs> good. So I think I might have to go back. But um, hey, man, I, I got to witness history. I got to witness LAFC's first victory in Carson. So hey, they, might have to invest. Look, might have to you invest. Could, you could be part of history without even knowing it. You could. I know. You could tell your kids. You know, when I was you were there. there. You were there. You know, because typically how the story goes, there's always people like, oh yeah. I was there, like, you know, there's only, like, what, 30, 20, 25,000 seats or whatever. Like a million people say, yeah, I was there. I was at the game or whatever, whatever, you know. But you can actually say you were there, and, you know, you you have proof or whatever of the, of the ticket. But, but yeah, man, like I said, if you guys get a chance, definitely go out there. Have a good time. Uh, you know, have some banter, but don't get don't get too crazy when it turns to violence and all that. Everybody else, don't, don't ruin it for anybody else. Uh, but with that said, man, I'll be at the game. If you guys, uh, I'll be passing out some stickers. I got some LA Soccer Hub stickers, and I'll be doing some fan interviews for this Saturday. Um, but yeah, so for JP, this is Gio, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>